the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Moss. Good to be with you once again. And if you're interested in the Bible, in apologetics, in Christian living, anything that has to do with the Word of God, hermeneutics, if it's biblical, it's here on the Bible Talk program. All you've got to do to be a part of it is give me a call. Area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. And yesterday, we were dealing with a group that many feel is not a cult. Uh, I agree. I think there's enough orthodoxy for them to be an orthodox group. However, they have had some doctrines that um, are not quite as biblical, let us say, as they should be. And so we're going to continue to deal with that. Uh, Today, we started yesterday looking at it, uh, and we had an interesting discussion concerning the Old Testament and the New Testament. Tried to make it clear that definitely any Christian who says that they are lawless is out there because we are under the law. But I think it would be better for us to recognize that we're under the law of Christ. And Jesus said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And he has given us some commandments. All right. But, uh, But that being said, we must understand that we're saved by grace. A matter of works, least any man should boast. And we also need to beware of any kind of teaching that strays away from the Bible and tells us something that uh, just can't be based on it. Uh, and that, unfortunately, is one of the dilemmas that the Seventh-day Adventists got into. Where they stand today on this, I don't know. But there was something that they invented, and I'm going to tell you how it came about. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Going to talk about a guy by the name of William Miller, Baptist. He's a Baptist guy. Uh, And going to talk about a woman by the name of uh, Ellen White. 
and uh, Joseph Bates, James, and James White. These were folks that were a part of the Seventh-day Adventist movement, the Seventh-day Adventist movement. And uh, uh, I, like I say, even though they had some things that weren't biblical, they're not uh, placed in the uh, category of being a cult group because of the fact that they hold to uh, uh, most of the essential doctrines of the Christian faith, the, the ones that you must believe in to be a Christian, right? So we'll be talking about, as well, uh, about them as well. But there's, uh, there is one problem that I have with Seventh-day Adventists. Uh, and not to say that, uh, just be wary. Be wary because they went in an unbiblical direction at one time uh, that still, I think, uh, sticks with the group. Now, if I'm wrong about it, someone can correct me. But um, they have a doctrine called the investigative judgment. That's what it's called, the investigative judgment. Okay? And that came about in about 1844. 1844. Something happened that caused them to develop this particular doctrine. And I'll tell you what it was. It's something that we should not do. I always tell Christians not to get in knock-down, drag-out arguments over the end times, right? Whether it's going to be pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, none, none of that matters, okay? Uh, as long as you believe that Jesus is coming back physically to this planet, friends, you're orthodox. That's the orthodox position. I'm a pre-tribber, but it may happen mid-trib. It may happen post-trip, okay? That long as Jesus, if I, as long as I believe that Jesus Christ is returning, okay, that the second coming is on the way, I'm orthodox, okay? Let us not debate uh, 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 about uh, when it's going to happen because basically uh, the Lord told us not to do that, and he told us something that no matter how much I read this uh, to people, they still won't stop doing it. I mean, <laughs> uh, Jesus told us this. I mean, what what? What more do we need than the words of Jesus Christ himself? Mark chapter 13, right, where it says in verse 32, But of that day and that hour knows no man. That, that's what Jesus said. Okay? People have told me, I don't agree with that. Well, <laughs> your agreement has nothing to do with me. It has to do with Jesus. He said, But of that day and that hour knows no man. No, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son but the Father. Right? Take you heed, watch and pray, for you know not when the time is. Do you see that? That's just the Bible. I'm just reading you what it says, right? The interpretation is easy, right? You won't know the day or the hour when he's coming. Pre-trippers don't know. Mid-trippers don't know. Okay? We don't know when it's going to happen, right? Uh -huh. So uh, post-trippers don't know. Okay? He is going to come. We do not know. Now, it says here, uh, uh, in fact, what Jesus said is interesting. Notice as we go back to it where he says, uh, But of that day and that hour knows no man, and know not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son but the Father. And some say, well, doesn't that prove that Jesus Christ is not God? Because he said that he didn't know either. Well, remember, that was in his incarnation, okay? Fully God, fully man, okay? Being in that state, he was the God-man, okay? But there are some exercises of miracles and of his deity that he did not show. Okay? in order to maintain that, that he was fully God and fully man. Now, after Jesus rose from the dead, okay, uh, then he, all power in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. All right? uh, his deity is uh, clearly, clearly there, and so we need to recognize that. The kenosis, or the self-emptying of the exercise of his deities, that is over. And very interesting, when we look at Acts 
over in chapter 1, the one thing about the apostles, they were insistent. I mean, they, uh, they, they were excited about this deal, Jesus Christ coming back and setting up the kingdom. They wanted it to happen, and they wanted to know when <laughs> it was going to happen. They wanted to know when. So in Acts chapter 1, we see something very interesting. Now, we've already looked at how Jesus said, uh, you know, uh, you know, you won't know the day of the hour. That's what he told you. You won't know the day of the hour. The sun. The sun doesn't even know. Okay? I don't know. He said. But notice this. In Acts chapter 1, he said it a little differently. This is after he rose from the dead and said, as we read in Matthew, all power in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. What happens here? Well, when we look at this, it says, uh, at, uh, in Acts chapter 1 and in verse 4, and being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which says, says thee, you have heard okay, of me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost, not many days hence. Then at verse 6, when they therefore were come together, they asked of him. Now, here we go. The apostles wanted to know. <laughs> they really, we want to know. That's right. Okay. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Right? He's the king. Okay? He establishes the kingdom. And the apostles rule with him okay, over the 12 tribes. They want to know about this. Right? They asked Jesus. And what did he say? Watch how he changed a little bit from you will not know. the day. Verse 7, he says, he said unto them, it is not for you. <laughs> to know. He didn't say he didn't know. Now he's risen from the day, dead, assuming all the power he has as the God-man. It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Notice, Jesus at this time didn't say he didn't know. Okay? He just said, I'm not telling you. Okay, uh, But verse 8, but you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and under the uttermost part of the earth. So he told them, rather than being absorbed, now nothing's wrong with studying biblical prophecy, studying eschatology, great stuff, but don't be so absorbed in it till you, you halt up the mission. The mission is to preach the gospel to everybody. Our job should be preaching, 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 and teaching, teaching, teaching. And that means everything in the Bible, including eschatology, including prophecy, but the one thing we will we should not be debating over it and trying to figure out when Jesus is going to come because that is knowledge he has not given us. We have to be real careful of it. And we have to watch any group that says that they know when the Lord is coming back. Now, this happened yeah, with the Millerites, the Seventh-day Adventists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because what happened was uh, Miller, he started studying his Bible, William Miller, right? Uh, Baptist turned into a leader of the Seventh-day Adventists, and he started to study Daniel, good book to study, and he began to try to determine the, re the time when Jesus Christ would return by looking at all the, uh, uh, the numbers that Daniel had put together in Daniel chapter 2 and 7, and he studied this exhaustively, and he came up with the date, all right? He came up with the date and basically said, and he had uh, uh, people go along with him, uh, uh, you know, when he said this, like Ellen White, okay, James White, they went along with him, guy by the name of Joseph Bates as well, where he said, based upon 
his study of the Old Testament, eschatology, Daniel and that, that Jesus Christ would return. He would return to earth in 1845. Oh, I'm sorry, 1844, okay? 1844. I think he said between 1844 and 1843, but that's what he said. In the 1800s, okay, Jesus is coming. And everybody was waiting. I mean, everybody was waiting for this to happen. They believed him. He had started the ministry. Uh, I was talking about the return of Jesus Christ. Some people gave up their jobs. Now, the same kind of thing happened with the Jehovah Witnesses, but that, that's another story, and we'll deal with that as well. They predicted the coming of Jesus in 1975, 1914. But here, uh, uh, Seventh-day Adventists did the same thing. Yeah, 1844. 1844, Jesus was supposed to come. Okay? Now, what do you think happened? Well, I think you know what happened, right? <laughs> Remember that scripture? You don't know the day or the hour. Jesus didn't show up in 1844. Didn't show up at all. And man, okay, it, 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 it was called, it was called in their history, this is called the great disappointment. The great disappointment because they had been preaching it, had been saying it, people had given up their jobs, all that kind of stuff happened because Jesus was supposed to return and he didn't. Okay? Now, what that shows you, that is the danger of being unbiblical with what you said. The Bible never said. Okay? Now, I'm sure he thought, Miller thought that by the calculations he gave, he'd worked it out, but he should have listened to what Jesus said anyway. You know, you won't know the day or the hour. Okay? That's not what it's all about. Just be ready for his coming. Be ready always for his coming. Right? But uh, uh, so that was a big problem. That was really a mess up for them. It hurt the group. Uh, people were leaving and things of that nature. And so what did they need? I mean, it was, what could they do? Okay. They said that Jesus was coming. Okay. Jesus didn't come. So people started losing faith in the organization, faith in the ministry, all of that. But then to help them out, there was a guy by the name of Hiram Edson, young guy, young guy, who was feeling just like the rest of his, the folks who were in the Adventist movement. And he was out walking in the cornfield, walking in the cornfield. And he said, he got a vision from God just in time. The vision came just in time. I'm here to tell you. He looked up into the heavenlies, and he said God showed him what really happened. Everybody was expecting for Christ to come back to the earth, but that wasn't what it was about. No. He said the date is fine. Yeah, 1844, that's fine. But, but Jesus wasn't supposed to come back. What Jesus did was he moved in heaven, not coming to the earth, but he moved in heaven into the sanctuary that was there in heaven. And he didn't come back to earth, but he moved into the sanctuary in heaven and started the investigative judgment. That's what happened in 1844. He said that, that's what was going on. Uh, the guys were just wrong about talking about him coming to earth. No, it was the investigative judgment. Okay? In other words, what that, uh, that teaching was, was that at that time, Jesus was deciding at that time who was going to be saved and who was not going to be saved. Okay? And that's how they got away from being wrong about the second coming. But as you can see, that doesn't work. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. You ever make a change and then think, why didn't I do this years ago? Well, that's how people feel about switching to MediShare for their health care, especially now with inflation the way it is. People are very 
happy with the savings. Most families save about $500 a month when they switch. It's a huge help when prices are going up so fast in so many other areas. And MediShare's customer satisfaction rate is double that of health insurance. It's just a different experience, and people really like that. MediShare is an alternative to health insurance. It's a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it's been going strong for over 25 years. It really is the gold standard, the most trusted name in health care sharing. Find out why people love it. Find out why they rave about the customer service, and find out how good it feels to save some money right now. They're super easy to talk to. Here's the number. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. There's a new and better way to end sleeplessness, a breakthrough system of technologies that naturally resets your brain for deep, restful sleep. Brain Life Center in Auburn Hills has teamed up with GottaHalfItNow.com so you can personally experience and learn about these technologies. Available now through GottaHalfItNow.com, Brain Life Center is offering their initial 90-minute assessment and consultation for just $75. That's half the regular price. Vouchers are ready for you to buy immediately. Visit GottaHalfItNow.com. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code Luke. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all My Slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use the promo code Luke. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code Luke at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, We want to go with you, for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Right here on Faith Talk Detroit, weekday mornings at 1130. That number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss on the Bible Talk and his show in the studio. That's right, Bible Talk, Pastor Emmy Moss, Pastor of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. Now, you're welcome to call with any question you have about the Word of God. Yes, it will not hurt my feelings if you kick my challenge and my lesson to the proverbial curb and come up with the discussion all on your own. All we want you to do is listen and participate. That number to call is area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Now, I want you to know something. 
false prophecy is a very severe thing. It's, it's bad to do. Okay? The Bible doesn't speak lightly about this. So to make any prediction and, it doesn't, and say God told me this and then it doesn't come to pass, that's a problem biblically, right? Over in Deuteronomy chapter 18, I mean, here the word of God does not bite its tongue, right? It says here at verse 10, Deuteronomy 18:10, There shall not be found among you anyone that makes his son or his daughter to pass through the fire or that uses divination or an observer of times or an enchanter. Okay, so first of all, uh, none of that stuff should be done. That's scary. (laughs) That's some scary stuff right there. But one thing for sure is, in other words, you should not be fooling around with any kind of witchcraft, trying to find out, uh, um, um, you know, into the future. And then definitely don't say that God told you something that he did not say. All right, notice this. Down here to verse, uh, uh, in chapter 18, Deuteronomy 18, verse, in verse 18, Deuteronomy 18 and 18, listen to this. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto me, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak them, all that I shall, co- shall command him. And it shall come to pass, that whosoever will not hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. Right? The prophets of God, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Zechariah, all these guys, they spoke the word of God. Did not listen to what they said, meant that you weren't listening to God. Then, verse 20, all right, and here's the warning. But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him. Now, Now listen to this. You've got people saying that they're prophets today and all this. Be careful. Verse 20. Deuteronomy 18.20, But the prophet which shall presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. (laughs) That's what God says. Very, very serious offense to say that God told you something and he didn't. Then verse 21, God goes on to uh, to tell us what the, uh, uh, the criteria is here. At verse 21, Deuteronomy 18, 21, And if thou shalt say in thine heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord hath not spoken? Okay? That's a good question to ask. How can we know when the Lord has not spoken? Okay? Uh, here it says, 22, When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing follow not, if he says it's going to happen and it doesn't happen, nor come to pass, it doesn't come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken. But the prophet hath spoken it presumptuously, thou shalt not be afraid of him. That's right. All prophecy, okay, all of it must be tested by the word of God. Okay? And if it doesn't come to pass, then the prophet did not prophesy, uh, he prophesied. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Let's go to Gary and Holly. How you doing, Gary? Uh, yes, Pastor Moss. Very interesting subject. Number one, Apostle Paul tells when the, the Lord is coming back in Second Thessalonians, the second chapter. Also, Apostle John tells when the Lord is coming back in Revelation chapter 10 through 13. In Second Thessalonians, the second chapter, Apostle Paul said that the man of sin will sit in the temple, be worshipped as God. So the first part there, I think you agree with this. He's saying the temple will be rebuilt and the Antichrist will be on earth 
before the Lord comes back for the church? Well, for sure, yeah, the, the Antichrist is going to be on the earth before the Lord comes back to the earth. That's true. Okay. Then I believe in Revelation uh, But what happens, though, but you know, let me say this, too, but that still doesn't yes. tell us the time. No, not day and hour, like 24 right. hours or whatever, because yeah. there are different time zones around the earth. Mm -hmm. But Luke 17 also gives a clue that, that Jerusalem will be surrounded, and the one some will be working, some will be sleeping. And then when the Lord comes back, those that, that go with him, they'll go with him when Jerusalem is surrounded. Well, thank you, but you once again, yep, yep, but once again, that still doesn't tell us the time. So all the scriptures that you're given, very well aware yeah. of them. But still, it, it's, it's, Jesus says, no one will know the day or the hour. The day and the hour. That's all I'm defending, is exactly what Jesus said. But what said. I'm saying, the Lord's giving when it's going to happen, but not the day and hour. That's, what I, that, <laughs> that's exactly what my right. position is. Okay? And so, therefore, right. when someone comes and they say they know when the day or the hour are, that's the problem yeah. that we have. Cannot be done. And so well, I, I, I think like the Lord can't come back till the temple's rebuilt, tells that Revelation 11. Well, you can believe all witness. you want, and you might be right, but guess what? Jesus said, no one knows the day or the hour. You might be right, yeah, but be you ready. are. Be, there you go. So thank you for calling. But when you read the Word and you study it, you yes. have to understand Revelation before well, you can understand what's right. coming and, back. I understand. Yeah, you know he's coming back, but not when. The exact time, we don't know. That's all I'm saying, and you agree with me. All right. Thank you for calling. Appreciate it, Gary. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Friends, there are false prophecies that go out, see? And many churches have prophets. Now, listen, I'm not saying that God cannot give you prophetic insight. There's a gift of prophecy, yes, that God can use a Christian to deliver messages to people if he desires. But I want you to know that the key message that you get is always, it has to be evaluated by the Word of God. It is the Bible that tests whether these prophecies are true or false. But yes, God can give you, a, a, I believe once it happened to me, and I am no prophet by prophet by any means. <laughs> I'm not a prophet, uh, pastor, yeah, uh, you know, and uh, I remember it happened to me in the military where I was reading, okay, and I just was reading, and then a young lady came and sat next to me, and I had this compulsion, okay. I was reading a passage uh, in the Bible about uh, bearing children, and I got, I said, uh, ma'am, you know, something I'd like to read. And I don't know, I don't know why at this time I decided to read it to her. But I read it to her and it had something to do with childbearing, okay? And she looked at me and she said, how did you know that uh, I'm, uh, you know, uh, wanting to get married and have a child? I said, I don't know nothing. <laughs> I just felt moved to share this with you. Yeah, that's it. Okay? But that doesn't make me a prophet. But definitely, God can use you to give prophetic messages. But understand, anything that contradicts the word of God, okay, or if someone says it's going to happen and it doesn't, they can't say, thus saith the Lord, because he didn't. And the Seventh-day Adventists got into that, the investigative judgment, okay, saying that what Jesus did was moved into, and the only person who could see this was Hiram Edson. He saw it. Okay? Nobody else saw it. And so you would believe what he said he saw if you believed him. Okay. The Bible doesn't back him up anywhere, right? And then there's some danger to that doctrine because it said that this investigative judgment was happening in 1844. Well, what about all the people who had believed in Jesus Christ okay. before 1844? Okay. The judgment's just going on now. Okay. 
uh, my understanding is that uh, once you're born again, you are saved. That's right. You're saved. Um, you're not waiting for an investigation. In other words, the judgment has already been done. Okay? There's no investigative judgment that took place in 1844. It was just a cover-up for the fact that Jesus did not return as Miller okay, and also as Ellen G. White uh, was supporting. Okay? That's why that doctrine existed. The Bible is very clear when it comes down to salvation, and we need to know. If you believe in Jesus Christ, you are saved right now. Okay, wasn't any investigative judgment that started in uh, 1844 to do it. The Bible is clear okay, that you can be confident of your salvation if you are really and truly a believer in Jesus Christ. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question that you want to talk to me about? Uh, about the Bible, it doesn't have to be on my subject, it can be on a, another subject, anything, anything on your mind biblically is welcome here. Just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. And we need to look at scriptures that assure you of one thing for sure, and that is, if you are born again, friends, you are saved right now, okay, right now. Uh, first scripture to look at here that helps in that regard, First John 3 and verse 14, 1 John 3, 14, which says, We know that we have passed from death unto life because we love the brethren. He that loves his brother, who loves not his brother, uh, abides in death. Whosoever hates his brother is a murderer. And you know that no murderer hath eternal life abiding in him. Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay out down our lives for the brethren. So there are many passages in scripture that gives you one thing for sure, that you as a Christian can be confident that if you are saved and you're born again, friend, you're on your way to heaven. There's no investigative judgment that's going to happen in heaven uh, once you accepted Jesus Christ as, as your personal Savior. And it was for real, really done, and, uh, and your, your faith was real, and you're not playing with God. You're there. Notice 1 John 5, 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have, et- that you may know that you have eternal life. That's right. You can know that you have it and that we believe on the name of the Son of God. Then verse 14, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Now, that's a very important scripture to get because it runs afoul of a word faith teaching that says you can name it and claim it. Okay? Oh, just if you want to just name it and, and claim it. You can create reality with your tongue. No, you can't. You cannot create reality with your tongue. God never told you to. God never told you to speak anything into existence either. What he says here, 1 John chapter 5, verse 14, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, that's what the Bible says, he hears us. Okay? In other words, you can ask for whatever you want. Okay? But if it's not his will for you to get it, You're not going to get it. And let me tell you something. You don't want God to give you something that's not according to his will. This is what the Bible says right here. So those of you who believe you can name it and claim it and you can speak the word. No, no. God's got to speak the word. And I don't don't think that it gets any clearer than what you have just seen 
in 1 John 5 and 14. Then verse 15 here, 1 John 5, 15. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of him. Okay? So you need to recognize, okay? if, if you're saved, you're saved. Uh, no investigative judgment. Okay? I want you to get those verses clear. Okay? Uh, and anyone who's been deceived or possibly believing uh, in uh, the Seventh-day Adventist doctrine of the investigative judgment, friends, it is a, uh, a, an idea that has no biblical merit to it at all. Okay? Once you are born again, you are saved. There's no investigative judgment that's taking place to, uh, to get you ready, and it happened in uh, 1844. No. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Whatever is on your, your mind is welcome on this program, as long as it's talking about apologetics or Christian living or uh, biblical theology or prophecy. Whatever it is, just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. The phone lines are open. Our technician is ready to work. If you call him, he'll have you on the air in minutes with any question that you have in your mind about the Bible or about Christian living, anything to do with theology. That's what this is all about. That number to call once again, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Uh, and, and I think it's a very important thing to know that, uh, that you're saved, to know that you're saved. Uh, and I think it was a real mistake back in the day with this investigative judgment, which really didn't happen. It just was an excuse to try to cover up the fact that they made a prediction about the coming of Christ that shouldn't, they shouldn't have done. Okay? No one knows the day or the hour we're supposed to be ready always for his coming. Okay? So, but in doing this, it, uh, it really caused a lot of turmoil uh, for them. I don't know where the Seventh-day Adventists stand on this today, but that was really uh, something that uh, was quite hurtful. And then uh, predicting uh, that Jesus was coming back and people leaving their jobs and all of that. We've got to go by what the Bible tells us to or we're in trouble. Notice John chapter 5, verse 24. Another one that gives us a lot of assurance concerning salvation where it says in John 5, 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that hears my word and believes on him that sent me, okay, hath everlasting life. Now I want to say something, okay, to the tongue speakers out there. Okay? <laughs> now, first of all, I believe in speaking in tongues. Have no problem with it at all, okay? I have the gift of tongues. Not bragging, just a fact. Yeah, I have it, okay? But guess what, okay? It has nothing to do with me speaking in tongues in order to be saved. I was born again way before I ever spoke in a tongue. Know it. Absolutely know it, right? And so what happens is there are many gifts that God can give you. Okay? And here in John chapter 5, verse 24, it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that hears my word and speaks in tongues. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing with you. Because <laughs> that's not what it said. Okay? Verily, verily, in, in St. John chapter 5, verse 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that hears my word and believes on him that sent me hath everlasting life and shall not come into condemnation, 
but is passed from death into life. If you believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you pass immediately from death into life. Okay? Not about a works righteousness. It's about grace. Okay? That is where your salvation is. These are the things we need to know. Got to take a break. We'll be right back. There's nothing like hearing the songs you love on local radio with no subscriptions and no monthly fees. But there's a new bill in Congress that could stop the music. If passed, this bill would tax your local radio station simply to play the music you love. Text LOCAL to 52886 and ask Congress to support local radio stations. Help us keep you connected to the music, local news, weather, and traffic that you need each day. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. What happens when you open God's Word every day? I'm Alan Jackson, and I have the privilege of joining you every weekday here on the radio. I see the transforming effect of God's Word daily. Lives are changed because His Word gives us insight for the challenges we face and encouragement in our walk with the Lord. Join me, and let's see what God has in store for us today. Tune in to Alan Jackson Ministries for a fresh look at Scripture weekdays at 1030 on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 or stream at faithtalkdetroit.com. FM 92.7, AM 1500, the mobile app or on the web. We're all the same great Faith Talk Detroit. With 34 locations throughout Michigan that spans hundreds of miles from the beautiful shores of Harbor Springs to the elegant skyline of Detroit, Presbyterian Villages of Michigan invites you to tour and visit any one of their senior living communities. Guided by their Christian heritage, Presbyterian Villages of Michigan has been serving seniors of all faiths since 1945. Presbyterian Villages offers a variety of residential living options for seniors of all financial means. Enjoy a maintenance-free lifestyle with many senior living options and services, including apartments, condominiums, cottage homes, assisted living, memory care, support service, and skilled nursing care. Please visit Presbyterian Villages of Michigan's website at pvm.org. That's pvm.org. Or call us at 248-281-2025. That's 248-281-2025. Presbyterian Villages of Michigan, we look forward to welcoming you. Explore the possibilities for your life. Del Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. A guy used to come into the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball, was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Del, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Brought to you by Lifestyles Unlimited. You're listening to FM 92.7 and AM 1500 WLQV Faith Talk Detroit in Odyssey Station. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578 to be on the air. Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any question you have about the Bible or theology or about Christian living is welcome here. We're looking at the Seventh-day Adventists right now, uh, which uh, uh, 
well, back in the day, caused a little turmoil, let us say. Ellen G. White, uh, one of the founders of Seventh-day Adventism, said that she had the gift of prophecy. Well, that was put to the test in 1844 when supposedly, according uh, to uh, Miller, what was supposed to happen is Jesus was supposed to return. Well, he didn't. Then Hiram Edson, the guy, walked in a cornfield and got a vision. Okay? He said, oh, no, 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 you guys are wrong. Jesus wasn't supposed to come to the earth. What he was doing was he was going into a sanctuary in heaven and conducting the investigative judgment to determine who was going to be saved or not. Right? That uh, has no biblical merit whatsoever, none at all. And the only reason you would believe it is if you believed what you were told by him. Nothing in the Bible substantiates it. That's what we have to be careful of, right? Those kinds of things. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578. Area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emery Moss. Any subject you want to talk about is there on this program. Don't care what it is. The job of Bible Talk, my friends, is to talk about the Bible. Right? And so... Anything about the Bible that you want to talk about, about theology, Christian living, prophecy, the kingdom of the cult, whatever it is, just give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emory Moss. Be glad to engage you. Be glad to discuss uh, with you any topic, any topic in systematic theology uh, that uh, you would care to deal with. We welcome you to the program. Um, I think another danger of this uh, investigative judgment, it, uh, you know, it, it kind of can cause a person to ask themselves uh, uh, back then when this was going on whether or not they were really saved, okay? Uh, because never did the Bible ever teach there was some investigative judgment that was going to take place in 1844 that which could verify your salvation. In fact, over in Luke chapter 10, it's very clear where when uh, Jesus had sent out the 70, you know, there were 70 disciples and of them 12 apostles were chosen. Here he's dealing with the 70. And in Luke chapter 10 and verse 17, it says, And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils, and that means demons here, even the demons are subject unto us through thy name. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. Uh, in other words, what J Jesus was saying is that uh, they were serving God so mightily, and every time they had a victory, heal someone or cast out a demon, it's like the devil's being defeated all over again. Uh, and then in verse 19, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Okay? Shall by, by any means hurt you. Then verse 20, he tells them this. Here's the encouraging words. Notwithstanding, in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, okay? But rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Wow. He told them that their names were already written in heaven. That's where the rejoicing comes, right? The moment you get saved, your name is written in heaven. We can praise God for that. And we should encourage people, of course, to be saved and knowing that right after that takes place, they're uh, logged in with God, they're saved. Uh, goodness gracious, what, a, what a, a joy even to contemplate it. 
Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Any subject that you want to talk about is fair game. We've got about maybe 15 good minutes to get involved here, so why don't you guys call, right? Uh, any subject you want, you can agree with me, disagree with me, doesn't matter. As long as we're talking about the Bible, we're doing what I come here to do. So give us a call at area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578, to be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. And I want to warn you over and over again to beware of false prophets and false prophecies. Uh, false prophecies can be dangerous. A lot of people are uh, uh, giving false prophecies in the church. Be very, very careful. There is a gift of prophecy okay, that God can use, but there are no prophets today like there were in Old Testament times, just like there's no apostles today like there were in New Testament times. Okay, uh, Those days are over, but God still has gifts that he gives to people. We have to be careful what we believe, and we must make, must make sure that our beliefs coincide with the Bible, with the Word of God. Number to call, area code 866-423-9578, area code 866-423-9578. To be on the air, Bible Talk with Pastor Emmy Moss. Okay, uh, Looks like we've got a caller. It uh, looks like it's Luke. All right. Hey, Pastor Moss. Well, hey, Luke, how you doing? I'm doing great. I have a question that's a little not related. I have a question on the Trinity. Can I ask that one? You most certainly can. Well, uh, my pastor believes does not believe in the Trinity. Okay. Instead, he believes he believes that God is one, and he uses John four twenty four, saying that God is spirit. And so he would say that God the Father is the spirit, and that spirit governs Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, well, call call right back, buddy. Your, 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 uh, the call dropped. It just dropped for some reason. Give us the call back, area code 866-423-9578. I'll begin to, to deal with this question, though. Uh, the doctrine of the Trinity, first of all, we must understand what it is that we are uh, asserting when we teach the doctrine of the Trinity. Some people uh, try to say that we're teaching polytheism. And I haven't met a single Trinitarian who uh, is a polytheist. We believe that there is only one God, okay? One God who exists as three eternal persons, same in nature, substance, and essence. Uh, only difference is in person and in office, okay? Uh, all right, you, you back, buddy? Yeah, I don't, the phone dropped a call for some reason. Okay, yeah, for some reason, well, you know technology. So, <laughs> but my, my question becomes, can, do you know anywhere in Scripture where we can show a distinction between God the Father and the Holy Spirit being somewhat separate entities? Yeah, in fact, to be honest with you, uh, uh, there's an, a number of places where we can find it. Uh, and, and, in fact, they're overwhelming if we really put them all, all together and, and look at them. And then there's Scriptures that would not make sense unless we uh, uh, can look at the doctrine of the Trinity. One place to go okay. uh, would be over in, um, if we look at uh, Isaiah, 
chapter 48 and verse 16. And it's a very interesting one here, but there's a number of them, a whole list of them, uh, verses we could find, where it says in verse 15, we'll start here, Isaiah chapter 48, verse 15. Even I have spoken, yea, I have called him, I have brought him. He shall make my way prosperous. Now watch this. Verse 16. Come you near unto me. Hear you this. I have not spoken in secret. From the beginning, from the time that it was, there am I. Now that's God. There am I. Then it says, and now the Lord God. Uh-oh. Two. And his spirit hath sent me. Three, okay? three and one, okay? and so, and now we, I'll show you some other places too. Where if there's no Trinity, when what is the Bible trying to say? Uh, in Trinitarian doctrine, we're not saying one plus one plus one because you know one plus one plus one equals three. What we're saying is right. one times one times one equals what? One. Mm. Yeah, that is the position now that we take, and. What happens there, those who want to say, well, that Jesus, well, he is the Father. Well, like, like I'm saying, that verse uh, seems to militate against that. And then there's some other verses as well that uh, uh, when we look at them, it, it, it seems to show us the uh, doctrine of the Trinity quite uh, clearly. If we look, uh, let's go to Matthew, for instance, and look here and see what we can find. Okay. But honestly, it, it, uh, these uh, passages... That, that Isaiah reference was really good. What was the reference on that one? That was Isaiah chapter uh, 48, verse 16. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and, and in fact, uh, if, uh, I want to give you so many of this. I wish we had more time today, but let's, but I'm going to give you what I can. Yeah, Notice, I, I have found clear references that mention all three in one right. in one passage, which is great. And I'm totally a Trinitarian. I'm just looking for scripture that prove, that shows clear distinction between what the Father and, and the Holy Spirit. All right. Look, notice here. Go to uh, Matthew chapter uh, 3. Matthew chapter 3, which is good. I think this might help you. Matthew 3 and uh, verse, 14, uh, verse 13. Matthew 3 and 13, where it says, then comes Jesus from Galilee to Jordan, under John, to be baptized of him. Now watch this, very interesting. But John forbade him, saying, I have need to be baptized of thee, and thou comest to me. And Jesus answering said unto him, Suffer it to be so now, for thus it becomes us to fulfill all righteousness. And he suffered him. Now watch this. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water. There's Jesus. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove, right? First, Jesus, verse 15, right? Then, verse 16, the Spirit of God descending like a dove. Then, verse 17, and lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. I submit to you. That this is a, uh, it's a verses here proving, and so clear the doctrine of the Trinity. We have Jesus, verse 15. We have the Holy Spirit descending upon Him, verse 16, and we have the Father speaking in verse 17. Doesn't get any clearer than yeah, that. Yeah, I, 
I, I think it's clear. His problem is uh, that word person. You know, yeah. he has, you know, three persons. How can well, three he can't, persons be one? Well, no, regardless of that, he's got to deal with it because that is what it says. Yeah. How does he do it? What was, and what spend, was your definition of the Trinity? The Trinity Again, means that there's, that there's one God who exists as three eternal persons, same in essence, substance, and nature. The only difference is in purpose, uh, in person, and in office. But there's just one God. Okay, got to go. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Westwood Golf Course and Grill on Adams Road in Oakland Township is hiring full-time, part-time, and seasonal help for both the golf course and grill. Spend the summer outdoors working at their public 18-hole championship golf course as an assistant superintendent. Or be a part of the front or back of the Westwood Grill as a line cook, food server, or supervisor. Employment applications are available at westwindgolf.com. That's westwindgolf.com. Or call 248-608-7834. For inquiries. In those days, ten men from all the nations will take hold of the garment of a Jew and say, We want to go with you, for we know that God is with you. Join Messianic Jewish evangelist Rabbi Kurt Schneider as he shares authentic teaching from the Old and New Testaments, unfolding revelation today for your brighter tomorrow on Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Right here on Faith Talk Detroit, weekday mornings at 1130. My name is Ralph Revan. I am a father, grandfather, and husband. My 35 years of experience as a pastor has given me unique insight into repairing the family and healing our state. As the chaplain for the Michigan Chiefs of Police, I have been confronted with issues in our neighborhoods and participated in solutions that have benefited the citizens of Michigan. I'm honored that the Southeastern Michigan Chiefs of Police have endorsed me for governor. And as the 50th governor of the state of Michigan, I will fight for religious freedom, freedom of speech, for medical freedom, for election integrity, for the Second Amendment, and yes, I will fight for the unborn life. As your next governor, I will stand in the gap for you. Join me, and let's make Michigan a lighthouse to the nation. My name is Ralph Rebant, and I approve this message. Mike Cappell here, serial entrepreneur with words from another happy customer. Atris Software Accounting is amazing. I was able to see where's all my expenses going, where's the revenue, which month had more revenue. I definitely recommend it to you guys who are a small business and need to record your expenses. And they just make it so easy. I was like, wow affordable and easy to use i have recommended it to um colleagues easy to learn easy to use small business software tailored just for you visit us at patriotsoftware.com that's patriotsoftware.com with patriotsoftware.com accounting and payroll keep your time and money All right, we've got a caller on the line, and our time is running out, but we want to get him in if we can. I love that music. We're going to talk to Gene in Southfield. How you doing? Fine, how are you? Just great, just great. Do you have a question about tongues? 
Yes. Uh, in our Zoom meeting this morning, the subject came up, uh-huh. and they asked me what was my opinion, and I had none. <laughs> so what can you tell me about it? Well, there's a gift of tongues. Okay? Uh, everybody doesn't get it, but there is a gift of tongues talk, talked about in the Bible. First Corinthians chapter 12, where it says in uh, verse 28, and I think it's pretty clear, First uh, Corinthians 12, 28, And God had set some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets, thirdly teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversity of tongues, and some of these that are mentioned in that particular verse are already fulfilled in terms of apostles and prophets. God can give people prophetic gifts today, but the prophets, that, uh, that, that era is gone. Uh, and apostles left us the New Testament. Notice here, verse 29, it says, Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles? Then, verse 30, to your point, have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Okay. The answer to that question is no. Okay. All don't speak with tongues. Okay. In other words, God gives gifts to, to folks according to his will. Okay. So those who teach that everyone must speak in tongues, no. God gives the gifts according to his will. Okay. And so salvation is not based upon whether you speak in tongues or not, but whether you believe in Jesus Christ. You may get another gift from God other than that one. Does that help you? And what is the purpose? Well, some. What is the purpose of tongues? Well, the purpose of of tongues is it's an utterance that, well, let's put it this way. Anything that God gives you is good. The first purpose is edification for yourself. It spiritually benefits you in some way. And also in sharing with others when it's interpreted. Call back, friend. We'll have more time to talk about it. Thank God for you. Appreciate your call. Everybody, I'll see you next time. Sponsored by Bible Bootcamp Ministries. There are two radio stations in this city that focus on good news. One has the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One has the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think about it, turn to FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. If you want to change your life, turn to FM 92.7 and AM 1500. Faith Talk Detroit. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.